means that we are definitely live. Can everyone hear us or hear me? Uh, hello, everyone. Good evening. There we are. Oh, it's everyone saying hello. Crikey, it's happening. We're here, Mr. Tim Dunn. <laughs> There's lot already. The bets are in for um, uh, our whether how long the, the set it's going to be. No, everyone, it's going to be a sensible length because Tim has to get away and have a life and do things. So uh, it's going to be sensible. Let's I tell you what. Let's press this button. Tim is here, everyone. Hello, Tim. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Ah. Uh, how how are you, Tim? Are you well? Well, I haven't seen you for at least three minutes. Um, I don't... <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm spoil the magic. Um, yes, I'm very well. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. And thank you everyone for for tuning in. Yeah. Was, well, this is actually. Well, I'm going to pour. Oh, it's it. It's finished. I literally finished it. It's gone. You finished a bottle of sherry in the first minute. Well, it's, it's always nice to know. I do that to other broadcasters. <laughs> Uh, if um, uh, Harvey's, if you want to sponsor me, uh, anyway, right. So, without further ado, uh, we're gonna, yeah, we, it's it's happening. So, uh, you'll, so if I press this button here, um, and then press, actually, let's go, um, let's go here. This is, uh, do, do, in fact, let's get our guest, let's get our little faces up. We're up here. Uh, this is the trailer which we've been playing for each uh, each Railnet so far this year, uh, showing a few things happening, which is nice. Here it is. It's very quiet, so we can talk over it. Oh, right. Okay, yes. yes. That's, that's Barrow Hill. It is. This is a drone. That's a tunnel, Catesby. That is Wodge in Poland. That is, I can't remember that, that is Wodge Poland again. That is uh, a uh, cliff railway. That's me at the railway. That's me at Barrow Hill. That's me turning a train round. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> um, and that's me at Didcot Railway Centre. And Linton, again. Yeah. Linton. That's you at Connell Bridge. That's Connell Bridge. Yeah, well done you Good. last night. Wibble, wibble. That's you looking down. That's Linton again. Linton, Woody Bay. Linton again, meeting it very hard. That's Bath and Bath. Oh yes, Bath. Windsor. 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 Which was Windsor. good. That was that was last Windsor. night. Crikey, that's Poland. Marylebone, weirdly. Oh, um, that's uh, Viaduct. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> lovely. It was good. It's good. This this television thing, that this program, that thing, whatever it is, it's very good. It's very enjoyable. People have been watching. Well, thank you very much. It. It's quite good. Yes, we've got um. So to hello to everyone. People are saying hello and good evening. Yes, indeed. Last time, uh, Tim, you joined us, uh, which is which episode so forty episodes ago. This is the first episode you joined us on, which was when was it? Like a year ago now, like ten months ago or something. Lockdown one. Lockdown yes. one. Um, the most watched Rail Natter episode. So um, uh, yes. So we're going to see if we can beat all those records. Um, without further ado, because we've got many things to get through and and short we time to do it. Um, yes. Without further ado, let's crack on with tonight's show. Uh, so, uh, welcome to, to, to Rail Natter, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Is it meant to make a noise? No, there's no. It's. There is the, the noise somehow doesn't go through to Skype. Yeah, so everyone's enjoying the sound, but we cannot share in it. It's uh, yeah, strange. There's the Intercity 225, the wonderful Intercity 225 fading out, and uh, let's let's come back to let's come back to us, Tim. 
yes. Uh, we're going to talk about many things. What, 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 what are we expected to talk about tonight? Tell us, tell us what you have in, what's in store for all of our viewers. Well, I thought, because lots of people on this, I know, um, follow my incessant tweets, um, I thought it would be quite nice um, if we looked at some stuff that you wouldn't normally get off Twitter and you wouldn't get off the television programme. So I have assembled a whole load of kind of behind-the-scenes images of how we kind of made the programme, some locations that we got to, and a couple little bits and pieces where um, perhaps uh, we didn't get to send the cameras mm -hmm. uh, on television. So you'll see some extra stuff. And then also I thought we'd talk briefly about where we toddle off to for the rest of the series, and I might hint where we're going in Series 3. Ah, so so teases for series three as well. It's all it's all happening. Oh, it's always it's, it's, I'm yes, that, that, that's me throwing through. It's a big tease, Gary. Oh, excellent. Um, as ever, everyone, if you if you have a query in the chat, do send it through. Make sure to at me. My name appears in red, and so I can spot your questions. Uh, so far, um, uh, well, people are saying you're allowed to come on here if you don't have a TV show to plug. Nah, nah, it's not how it works, is it? It's not. I have to, I have to slip him a tenner to do this. Uh, and without me finding it, it seems that I seem to have a television program to plug every six months. So um, <laughs> that's about <laughs> all you need to deal with me. Um, so, so well, let's press on because we can we can faff around at the end. But rather than we're risking overrunning, I I say let's let's crack on. So the first thing we're going to do is look at these these pictures here that you've sent. These all look very tuby, so I, also, I have to remember to audio describe. So we have to, we have to describe these uh, pictures as well as we see them. So tell us what's on screen, Tim. Well, what's on screen right now? Um, well, you might some of you know from my Twitter exploits that um, I like taking photographs or used to take pictures of the underground later in the evening or middle of the day when I could and call them empty underground. Um, that's been quite easy recently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, because uh, I, I live not a million miles from London Bridge Station, so all of my um, all of my tube journeys really start at uh, at uh, at London Bridge, and that means um, I started my railway architecture to uh, Odyssey at London Bridge, and so that day I took some pictures of me heading off uh, London Bridge um, to go and start filming. Uh, last October, I think it was, um, mm. and uh, and and I took some snaps, and that's just me off and off, and then off from Jubilee, then the Bakerloo line, off to uh, to the first location, which I can't remember where it was actually. I think it might have been. Oh, I went off. I went off to to Marylebone to then go off up to my parents to stay the night, and then go and film Windsor. Ah, yes, which, yeah, yeah, it was, it was the first night. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was just kind of showing that. Um, We've had to travel an awful lot uh, throughout this 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 last couple of lockdowns because we got the commission to make the television program uh, back in September October time, and we had to deliver the whole series by the end of December, which meant we had to kind of research, write, um, film, uh, find contributors for, edit, pull together, find sources and and voiceover, and then kind of post productionize, make it look beautiful. Um, which is a very long process normally. It takes months and months and months and months. We did twelve episodes, twelve hours of television in 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 to ten hours of television in twelve weeks, which is just extraordinary. It's mind blowing. I, 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 I the the amount is. of work, the amount of research, the amount of it's just. This isn't like it's. This isn't an easy, quick show to make. There's a lot of research involved. There's a lot of detailed work, as you say, connecting with contributors. So much effort. Yeah, and, and you're a contributor uh, for series two and indeed three. Um, 
and and Doctor David Turner, our dear friend, uh, was in was in series series one and is in series three. Um, you managed so, to get both of us into series three, which is very exciting. No, you know, it, 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 it's all about who you know. <laughs> um, but no, and, and I was joking earlier on Twitter. I still get my, my bookshelves in order, which I have just about managed to do behind me uh, for this show because normally they're stacked up. Um, Very smart. We actually we actually do have uh, in this household, my partner and I, a lot of bookshelves. Not in this room, as you know, Gareth. You've had to sleep in the spare room that also the room the guest suite down there, um, just full of bookshelves. Of, about buildings and and towns and cities and railways and so on. So, um, yeah, trying to find locations that you can and, and work with Network Rail uh, and the operating companies and heritage organisations. Try and film in a pandemic safely, securely, and reasonably. That doesn't ask people to come out at difficult times because you can't say to someone, "Can you please come out and talk on on camera." You know, if, it, if if there's a proper big lockdown on, we can film reasonably because we are working still, and and we we obey all of the kind of the the uh, the protocols for the film industry, which is absolutely fine. But you'll see some issues you have to go through. To go, it it yeah, is not glamorous. Lots of slightly clever angles of like looking over your shoulder and slightly long lensing it to to. to make it look like you're not standing four meters away from from who you're interviewing those sorts of things yeah there's, 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 yeah there's a lot of that and and of course and and, and legislation changes from yeah. in scotland often from um sort of scottish region to region uh also council to council yeah uh, indeed wales as well so and again we had we had two film crews in europe and it was trying to work out you know, where can you send somebody? Can you send someone directly from Sweden to Portugal, or do you have to put them through Germany first? You know, and that was changing on, on a daily basis, mm. um, literally daily basis. Uh, but and, and you've got to do this responsibly, you know, and and carefully, and mm. and with thought and kindness. So you know, you can't ask people to do things that they wouldn't want to do. Um, so that's been a, a, a remarkable. So I think I said about this. I did a video at the start of the program. So thank you to all the cast and crew of production. And I know some of the, I do some of them watching this tonight. Um, it, it generally was a remarkable endeavour. And series three is no different. In fact, series three is even more tricky. Especially um, because things have tightened up even more. Like the even more challenges. Yeah, I say everyone. Yeah. yeah, certainly everyone I was working with was was fantastic. Really thoughtful about what the like making sure that everything was safe first. Like first and foremost, safety was the thing that was on everyone's mind, which was really really good reflects really well on the production team it was just uh yeah, yeah. absolutely but but yeah but, um uh, there's some people like um and so the team of researchers there are three researchers who worked on it with me and again i might lob some of the concepts or ideas and kind of go i think these locations are great they go away and come back a couple of days later and go we've just spent three days researching uh, <laughs> a station <laughs> like how like <laughs> they have got collect so a lot of my books i've got here are Books that are long deleted books that, that, that you'll never find in a in, a, in an ordinary Amazon <laughs> uh, trawl um, that are ancient, but we've managed to get duplicates of them. So stuff that I'm looking at is stuff that they're looking at, and we've got access to various journals, academic journals as well, and so on. So we do spend a lot of time for these programs. This isn't this isn't just a, a facile, you know, let's open up a you know uh, a Thomas Tank Engine book and make a joke about it. This, this, this is this is this is genuinely done. Um, and again, I, I think we reckon there's probably maybe one or two little errors in, in minor errors in, in, in the whole thing, but I think that's pretty good for a pretty good for a ten hours of telly. I think that's pretty good when you've got so many facts yeah. being thrown at you by sixty contributors. 
60 contributors that we have. It's just 60, yeah, I was gargling absolute nonsense, and I didn't spot a single error in what I what 65 ended up. 65 experts, yeah. I think it is. Lovely. Or thereabouts. It's, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's just an absolutely impressive effort. I, yeah, I did a tweet last night, do for my part, saying thanks to the production team because everyone I everyone I, I interacted with and worked with was just absolutely lovely and very helpful and supportive. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was it's great. It's a good experience for the contributors um, as well. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, we must we must. I'm as loud as I can. So I come and sit closer. You are yes. Uh, no, you. It's fine. We can hear you. It might be that they. Fine. Oh, maybe bump me down is what I might do. Well, just... no, I'll just, I'll just go. I'll just go closer. No, you're um... all right. You're all right. How's that? That's a bit better, I think. Where was I? I'm going to put myself down 2.5 decibels. Right, that's probably a bit better. So, let us press on. So, the next slide. Yeah. So, the previous so again, slide had two, two tube set. Now, we're in a very different setting. Yeah, so, again, just throughout the whole thing, encountering the railway network and meeting lots of the staff around it who are keeping the system working, as I'm sure your other contributors over the last you know, 40-odd weeks you've been doing this, wherever it is now, um, have noted the resilience and the teams that have been working have been remarkable. And, and, and you know, I, I cannot fault um, how kind and useful and passionate about their jobs they've been. Mm. Um, now, Ella, I know I've seen a comment saying, worst station, dreadful. No, it, it's one of the best stations, or at least it would be if it was returned back to its original form. Absolutely, I do hope yeah. that actually we, we, we do actually have a, um, if, if, if one looks at um, Houston's original plans, original photographs, it was remarkable. I mean, generally, it, it, it one of the great sort of um, renaissance of travel stations, part of the modernization plan. It was just a brilliant idea that has been much maligned over the years for various reasons. There are errors of judgment, absolutely. Um, but I just wanted to show, um, again, pretty quiet network so all of last year travel series two you know occasionally i put pictures on there and, and i felt a bit guilty about traveling at sometimes like should i be should i be telling people do you want to make people feel like they're staying at home actually traveling for traveling for for pleasure um doesn't exist at the moment it is it is travel for work and you, you know the minute you get i <laughs> leave the house to you get to your next work location it really was for work you know there wasn't much pleasure in seeing places you love um, with a decimated yeah. number of people working on it. Um, but the people who make it were the people who either knew I was going there or recognised us as a crew and went, oh, look, it's you lot. And they came up with a chat. <laughs> um, anyway, that, that, was, that, was, that was splendid. It's um, so, um it's it's true. So I, we we've plodded through York a couple of times, York Station a couple of times, just on because it's on a footpath through to places. So it's on a, a route. So we're not just just getting in the way of people trying to travel. And it's really it's quite distressing seeing a space that you're used to the hubbub. It just it's it really is quite a distressing thing seeing it so empty. It's uh, yeah. yeah it's, so I, I, so I, given I live you know, adjacent to um, London Bridge Station, um, as, as you well know. Um, going through there at different times there's just there's no one here mm. um which is which is, which is a great shame um pop the next bit picture oh yes i should do just that time as well we, yes we, sorry we, we're we at 50 we're at quarter past we're doing okay for time i think we are so all going to finish just so you know exactly on eight o'clock so um better off because also the reason we're on, i'm on my mobile phone here is because my partner's giving a lecture at the moment uh he's a lecturer in um 
art history and design so um uh, i'm 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 on the 4g so he can give a lecture to all his students at say imperial college um what's strange is you're actually clearer now than you were on the wi-fi so yeah the 4g <laughs> you're giving me more pixels than you were beforehand so it's not uh, not too bad anyway right birmingham new street yeah, station um, new street station again you know turning up to go and film up in birmingham um and probably not the locations you think i'll be filming at um uh, yes. Just, just going to have a look at that uh, again. Just, just again, it, it broke my heart seeing that station. I think it was on a on a Thursday evening, like Tuesday evening. It was like seven o'clock, like you know, and like three people walking through it. Mm. Um, two of which were, were people without homes. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. it was, uh, it, it, it was very sad to see. Yeah, although this is a good. This photo is a very good example of how concourses get destroyed. Um, get rid of all those <laughs> shops. Just put them in the bin. And open that up, please. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I have I have mixed feelings about New Street. But, yes, uh, I think I've made. Uh, yeah, I, I've said some mean things about New Street, and I stand by them. Uh, mixed success. How it's like they're good elements. Anyway, right. So yes, empty. Shall we press on? Shall we look at the next? This is New Street Station with its bubbles, just for the sake of the audio describing that I need to do. Oh uh, yes, that's New Street Station. Yes. Shall we? Shall we look at the next thing? Let's look at the next thing. How I put? Oh. Ooh. But but as so I was saying, with, with, with the downs, then come the ups. Um, so here is here is us filming um, at underneath the Royal Albert Bridge over the Tamar. And so in order to get uh, to get some interesting views, because we couldn't actually film on the bridge or go up inside it because of couldn't go in in, in the tube sadly because of code restrictions. I mean, you, mm. you can't really get in those tubes. Although we wanted to go up inside the tubes and so on. Um, just because, you know, at the moment we can't do it. You know, yeah. There are several locations that I, I can tell you that um, NetRail has cleared us to go to that are inc- uh, genuinely incredible locations that will I, I will get one chance to visit in my lifetime. I can't wait to share it on television with a wider audience because you can't take thousands of people down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, hundreds of thousands of people, it turns out. Um, the, the, those tubes we can't get into um, just yet, and also we couldn't walk over the bridge because you only have a couple of hours on a Sunday morning. Yeah, getting a blockade on a single track bridge on the Great Western Main Line down to Cornwall is um, yeah. <laughs> we, might, we 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 got blockades elsewhere uh, for Series Three. Thank Ooh. you, Network Rail, who gave us blockades elsewhere to give us free room across the track. So oh, wow. um, that's coming soon. That's ex- um, that's exciting. Some cheeky possessions for. Uh, Oh, for the, yes. the architecture the railway's built that's that's yep. an interesting tease we've got we've got, we've got uh, at least two network rail track possessions um which were kindly arranged for us by a very very lovely team of people uh and local teams on the ground who made it happen so we can give you un- views that you will never get again mm. or, or, or or yeah very unlikely to get again so again just saying just happening to 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 pop on to um Onto, onto, onto a boat. We hired a boat for the morning and we just poodled out and, and Craig Mundy and I from Lower Railways had a look and talked about the bridge and saw it from underneath and watched the castle classes go over and a China clay train trundle over oh, and fantastic. a track basher of some sort. Yeah. Um, just, all, just all very jolly. And it just again, just, just a privilege to see stuff from a, not, a different angle. Um, in, again, in the freezing cold November sunshine. It is, at it half past int- six in the morning. Yeah, it is interesting that you... That, 
yeah, as, as you say, this this is an angle that perhaps you wouldn't have explored if you'd been inside. You wouldn't have had the, the, the time to, to include this segment or this bit on the boat if you'd been inside the tubes. Or, or So it, it is, yeah, as you say, it's an opportunity, a little bit of a, an opportunity out of the frustration because this was a really interesting little angle. I love going under bridges. There's, when I go over to see family in Belgrade, um, Belgrade has lots and lots of bridges on the on the rivers through there, on the Sava. And and we go on on my uh, on my father in law's boat and going underneath bridges is fat is it's brilliant. It's, it's an angle that you just don't ever see. It's it's great. So yeah, uh, yeah really enjoyed that that bit. And, and Craig was enjoying it as well. You could tell he hadn't seen it from this <laughs> angle particularly either. Yeah, and and um, it was again just behind the scenes kind of thing here. We um we actually were waiting on the wrong side of the Tamar. So uh, for the boat, we actually we were actually forty five minutes late for our boat because they went we actually, we got the wrong slipway. <laughs> Um, it, it turns out that actually, weirdly, I think, I think, I think it's actually like the, it's something like the, uh, the Tamar Passage or whatever it's called actually isn't on the, on, on the Devon side or, the, or the, it's like something weird, like the, the Devonport Passage isn't actually cool. on Devonport side, it's actually on the Saltash side looking across. <laughs> so, we to, so we had to go across to the, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that was lovely. Right. Um, yes. Next. next. Ah. Ooh. Just to show you, it is not all fun and games. This is up on Benelli Viaduct. So later on in the series, we go to Benelli Viaduct for the second time. Um, I'm so pleased you're doing we... a revisit. I think that's lovely. I really like that. And the reason we're doing it again is because the first time round, one, we had so much lovely feedback about it. But since then, um, I'm not saying it's all down to the programme, but it, but we might it might have helped um, <laughs> the, the, the team there have received uh, some awards of some some cash uh, to help put a new deck on and a, a new walkway fantastic so uh, we went along to go and visit because I, I didn't get to go to series one it was a, a remote story so I didn't mm. get to see that one so I've now got to see it um, and they let me actually do a bit of construction work on it so really um, yes so I, I have rebuilt part of Ben Levi <laughs> to get to see one of the episodes very That's very brilliant. badly I mean, it's um, it's it's a it's a bizarre site, isn't it? Because you've got this sort of post-industrial wasteland around where where it was just tracks and industry. It's it's a it's a fascinating spot, really is. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. Yeah. And and um, I just want to show that the, the episode you'll see it's absolutely, uh, frankly, pissing with rain, uh, <laughs> going sideways. And that's Simon, one of our crew, with my umbrella over his camera, book and giving up. Because the, the rain at this point was going sideways, and we had to—I took a picture from looking down the viaduct, which was just like half a mile that way, and it got so wet standing on that viaduct. Uh, we had to go and kind of go and sort of um, hide underneath some awnings for for an hour or so while it just blew over. Because they're ringing was, the camera out, you know. It was it was hilarious. So um, it is. If anyone says to you, "Do you want to go film a television series about railway architecture in?" October and November, so no, we'll do it in June. <laughs> it was, yes, I know something about filming in the wet. Actually, uh, both <laughs> n- now that you've teased it, I can say it, both times you've, you've, you've had me uh, filmed, uh, it, was, it was quite wet. Um, and uh, and I, I, I was, because I, I like to help out, I was, uh, I was acted as umbrella holder for both, in both situations because, um, yes, what was funny, Nigel, a brief interlude. Nigel was going, "Oh, I bet that photo wasn't taken when you were doing the shoot about the sunny photos I posted of um, of Connell Bridge last night." And um, all of the photos I posted were of the same, not just the same day, but the same sort of three hours 
Um, because it went from the rain which you saw me getting soaked by to absolutely stunning sunshine within about 45 minutes. I was filming Series 3 last Friday in a coastal location um, for a big story. And in that, in, in the space of an hour and a half, we had all the seasons. Um, we had hail, we had snow, we had sunshine. Of course, it started off with the pissing rain. I'm eating a piece of camera out on the beach for this piece. So the entire episode, I looked like a drowned rat, <laughs> even the sunniest bit. So, um, and then second day of filming, I had, to, I had to then make myself look exactly the same. So I just looked wet for the entire episode because I, I made myself all wet yeah. um, for continuity purposes. Mm. So we had lots of fun. It was, it was, I was just showing, it, 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 is, it is not easy making telly this time of year, but it's, it, is, it is kind of fun. It, yeah, there's there's um, a definite fun element to it, yeah. Um, you, and, and you get to visit places everyone loves. What is not fun, though, is, is this. So because, of course... It's, it, it is either lockdown or it's tiered locations. In series one, you get to kind of bond with the crew and the team and you finish a shooting in the, in the summer at sort of seven o'clock, 7.30 in the evening. And then you go and sit down, have a beer or two and a burger and you, and you relax and you let people watching. You talk about the script the next day and mm. so on. It's all just you know, your evening is then looking at the lines, rehearsing a bit and then going to bed. This time round, it was going to a premiere travel in <laughs> in our little cars <laughs> Going back there, ordering delivery on separate phones, putting on them on the on the little card to expense them, and then your Nando's turning up, and then going up to the route to to eat it by yourself in your room by yourself, and then going back. So all, all of that kind of fun stuff that you might think we have um, around the production has been curtailed uh, uh, for necessity. Um, mm. But you know, I, I put on there because I was like, it was uh, this is this, like. This is my life now. It's in Premier yeah, it's worth, Traveling. For people who might be thinking you were getting an excuse to go and do the things that we've all been wanting to do, it, it's it's a bit of a shame. It's certainly not the case. It's sterilised the process a bit for you, which is quite sad because it's like it's quite a... You said for the Series 1 that you really enjoyed it. It was quite a joyous process. You're meeting all these lovely people. You get oh, to chat yeah. with them afterwards. All that goes away. You can't spend lots and lots of time with the with the contributors or with the, with the crew. All of that's gone away. So it is... There's it, which which I think only reflects very well on you and the production company and how joyful and enthusiastic it still is to us viewers. Like it, it it really is testament to that, given that you're there actually in reality sat in your in your tighty whities enjoying a, a, a Nando's <laughs> on your own <laughs> at eight thirty p.m. in a, an ambiguous travel lodge somewhere. Well, there's a thought. Um, but, um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, in, in series one, you know. It was, you know, you could extend your your joy into the evening. Um, series two, uh, you know, all the joy was contained in the daytime, mm. and and you kind of miss all that. But I think that picture I just took was kind of indicative of we've got a job to do, we've got things to cover, we're visiting people around the country, we're doing things safely, we're doing things we possibly can, um, but you've got to do this in a very robust uh, way, and and and. What is remarkable is how many people we worked with were able to help us do that, to deliver something that we're all very proud of. Um, I do hope if we do a, if we do series four, if that ever happens, uh, who knows? Um, we might be in a better place. Who knows? Who, who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Right. Next What's image. Next? Oh, you're looking slightly more pleased in a fantastic. Now, this is is this your Bakerloo moquette scarf? Just need to double check. Yes. Is it Baker? Uh, not Baker. Uh, is it? Uh, Northern Light, yes. Uh, yes. 
and northern. Um, well, district, right, your district, wasn't it? District. Um, yeah, just, again, just a border, uh, a Great Western train, and again, to show examples of how operating companies have been really helpful. So we actually got to move our schedule to the, to the uh, Royal Albert Bridge. Mm. And 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 so I I rang up a couple of friends of mine at Great Western, uh, who I know in the in the in the, in the, in the press team, and said, any chance we could uh, film on the train actually, because there's nice views off the train. And they went, yeah, sure, we'll organise it, because you need to have chaperones on trains and so on. And um, so again, just, just again, we had a, both of my crew with me were filming either side. Um, so we then filmed going up to Plymouth and then came back again and then also after the back cab as well so mm. oh, the, fantastic. The, the guard on the train she let us um, uh, film at the back uh, she removed herself out of the back cab and it was all done Covid compliant but it was just so nice um, to be um, yeah it was, it was just so nice to, to work with people across the industry who really wanted to, to help show off um what we all love, right? And, and and tell those stories. Did you find that people had more awareness of the show from last time? And so were was there more like, oh yeah, Tim, yeah, because people generally know you around the rail industry. You've, you've got around a bit, Tim Dunn. But because of the show, because people knew the voice that you were portraying the railway through in the show, did that help? Yeah, I mean, we, we had, how should I put this, support from the very top uh of, of uh, various of of of, of various individuals uh, <laughs> who, who helped us through series one and then supported into series two and three um and that then filtered down and around part of the business but certainly yes when, when you ask a, a, a company your unknown quantity uh perhaps a year and a half ago can we come and film they're like really are you going to come and talk to us about difficulties and problems and like yeah. no, no we're actually we're not here to do that we're not doing a final documentary we're here to show you know you your your favorite things you know, yeah. we we want you to tell us what you love we're getting um, all the models out of the box and putting them out and showing people how brilliant they all are yeah and and and, and that's um that definitely helps you've got to, obviously there's, there's 34 locations in series one and obviously, we, we got to talk to lots of people across the rail industry in, in the UK and, and beyond for that. And um, yeah, and actually, a lot of the stuff in series two and three are people actually who came to us during series one or afterwards ah. and said, eh, "There was nothing from my area on it." Can we have it? <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was so, a um, glaring omission of a certain part of this uh, this uh, collection of nations that. Uh, I was pleased pleased that joined joined the fun in series two. Yes, yes. So so it, it, it's um, everyone has then realised. I think actually that here is a chance to to show off say wonderful things and and tell great stories about things that we should be proud of um, and that are there to be enjoyed and that you know we don't have to be critical all the time because there are some beautiful stories to be told about these structures and how they came to be because that's fascinating. Um, so yeah, that's great Western. Um, brilliant. Yes, right. Next in, right now we're getting into the really juicy stuff. Here is oh. right. I'm going to try and audio describe this because there is a, a lot going on here. Uh, there's there's you with your face looking uh, excited and possibly aghast in a combination. There's all sorts of there's, there's like a, a stain. It's not a stained glass window. Is it a clock face? Actually, I, of course it is. You love clocks. It's a clock face. With with some gubbins in front of it and yep. some power, and then next to it 
there's a there's a there's some paperwork looking ra- rather old um yes. with this clock is maintained by wm potts and sons limited from guildford uh, yes, no not from so- guildford guildford clockworks in leeds so, as, as you know, I love massive clocks and yes. and and etc. And I can't keep my hands off them. And um, whenever someone says, "Tim, would you like to see my massive clock?" I will always say, "Yes, please show it to us, and we'll put it on television." And we want to see and, it. We want to. We that's that's the content we need on television right now for yes, these times. Um, yes, and of course, these things are pendulous things. They genuinely are. Um, so oh, I can't do this anymore. No. So these massive clocks. Um, this one's Huddersfield, and and just again, if you ask the right questions and say to it, say to someone, can, can we come and can, can we go and see, like that that big clock up in the roof, and then someone says, um, I don't know why not. Why why not? Well, let's go and have a look at it. So um, yeah, and get, getting permissions is then fairly easy because they know that we're responsible and we've got various permits to to work and so on, mm. and so. We end up going up and so this is up inside Huddersfield, up in the up, up right up to the top of the portico, up, up right in the top there. It looks a bit like um, obviously it's like the station, the, the town hall from Back to the Future. Um, yes, it's a fantastic yeah. build. I mean, Huddersfield Station is stunning, absolutely stunning building. Yeah, I mean, generally one of the greatest classical design stations of, of England. Um, it's grade one listed, you know, the very highest accolade that, it, that mm. uh, listing can, can afford. Um, and again, the original clock mechanism is gone, but going to see up inside it and working. Andy, the station manager, took us up in there, went up a ladder, <laughs> up inside, you know, up, up inside the roof, you know, and it's this kind of stuff like going. Let's and you and you can see that um, you, you you can see all of the kind of the marks that the the, the craftsmen have made on 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 the stone blocks, and indeed all the numbers that have been etched. By the original craftsmen into the roof timbers when they built that early roof back in 1830 or 1838. I can't remember what year it was, 1840 something, 1841. Um, it's wonderful, genuinely wonderful, Incredible. just to go and um, you know go, go and see how these these buildings are constructed, and going into these often hidden bits, these forgotten bits that you know, staff go up into this once every six mm. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and looking at those maintenance records, you know, you get to see when when the staff got when it how it's been refitted and redone. Little notes on there telling telling people what to do, what not to do. Don't adjust this. Don't yeah. adjust that. Don't <laughs> yes. this. Oh, Bob says, remember this from like nineteen seventy three. <laughs> Bob says, don't touch that. Um, it's it's just a lovely bit of history. Just and it, you, you get to see. And of course, this clock is so famous in Huddersfield because mm. this clock has governed the railway time, i.e., local, i.e national time in Huddersfield effectively from that dial since the day that station opened over 160 years 170 years ago so that machine has governed the way this whole city works for generations the functioning the people to go and see it yeah it's beautiful it's it's incredible it's incredible and Huddersfield is <laughs> Huddersfield's. Fa- I mean, it's worth it. I, my favourite thing to do in Huddersfield is get the train there, walk th- through town, see some some kind of interesting uh, urban development that happens with with mixed success. Uh, the, the stupid dual carriageway, and then go down to the canals and the old industry by the canals, and all of that industry will have chimed. It will have the the, the drumbeat of that industry was to this very clock on screen right now. It's f- fantastic. Love Wonderful that. Stuff. And, and your Wonderful. face shows how excited you are by this fact. Yeah, and, and I, 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 you know, 
horology I find fascinating. Mm. Um, I always have found horology fascinating because of the way it governs people's lives mm. uh, and, and, and our cities around us. Right, and um, the next picture, please. Yes, next picture. Uh, we are we've 25 minutes left. This, so, th- so this is exciting because this is a place very close to my heart because this is where the Dennis's are from near here. So um, this is this is a lovely... This is two photographs of Woody Bay in one, actually. Um, Pre-Woody Bay, when it was someone's house, and post-Woody Bay in the background. Now a yeah. beautifully restored uh, station. So that's in two weeks' time. We're off to the ah. Linton and Barstable Railway and um, the Linton-Linmouth Cliff Railway mm. and looking at various structures along it. Um, again, on, on my list of ones I wanted to go and do, because I took that picture when I was at university in Exeter, gosh, ah. back in 1999-2000-ish. Uh, mm. And so... Um, oh, someone's mentioned. Oh, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, thank you very much. I appreciate that Hi, about the uh, series four. Thank you so much. Uh, I may well take up on that. Um, and mm-hmm. Donald, yes, we do go and meet the cats. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> don't worry, we go and meet them, and they've got more followers on Twitter than I have, which is very annoying. And um, yes, so um, uh, yes, so would you bay there? A picture of it before um, restoration really kind of began. They they done they done the, the station building, but I wanted to go and tell the story about these odd little Swiss cottages in North Devon. Mm. So other people have covered this this railway in their documentaries about railway journeys or to rugby, but as so often they don't really go into the architecture and the designs of things. Like why does that look like it does? Like, mm. And that's what we try and do. We go, why does that look like that? Why have they chosen a Swiss chalet style? Well, of course, Little Switzerland, the whole area. Absolutely, the whole of that that very undulating area in North Devon, the wonderful, the sort of the uh, the west side of of Exmoor is known yes. as as Little Switzerland. And so this, yes. this, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, and so, so go along to this thing and again see it and, and meet the staff and again play signal signal signalers, signal man, signaler. Um, I guess I'm a signal man. Um. So yes, that was that was lots of fun, um, and and looking at the railway and looking at the structures along it and and talking about why narrow gauge was chosen, uh, mm. and it isn't because of why you think it might be, um, partly. Um, it's a bit of an interesting story behind this. Actually, it turns out that actually it was partly chosen because they wanted a break of gauge at Ilfracombe because uh, sorry, uh, Barnstable, yeah. because because um, people were concerned that actually if it was too easy. To get there for day trippers, you get all the all, all, all the cheapos turning up. Yeah, the hoi polloi, the grockles, as they're known locally, would all yeah, flood so into Linton, and that'd be a, the end of it. Yeah, part of the reason that this scenery was chosen, uh, we have records to show it. That actually, it was it was part of this whole concept of going going on the small railway, the toy railway, going up through the hills. That you know, up and it, the whole thing was, um, uh, you know, it, it was it was yeah, remarkable. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a part of the world that I'm I'm in love with because I like that's where lots of my family are from and I've explored it deeply. But it's also very very lovely as a terrain. It's very it's very undulating and and this railway weaves through it. The longer it gets, they've got their extension down to Blackmore Gate, which is which I hope continues uh, post. I hope that survived through COVID. It sounds like actually that it hasn't been a problem really. It sounds like that's actually been useful because they can get on with the admin while everything. Anyway, so it's wonderful. Yes. I'm looking forward to yes, that. Yes, absolutely wonderful. Growing. Um, and and you can't really blame it because it was it, effectively it was it was suggested George Newnes built the whole of the really sort of kind of funded the development, and he lived there, and mm. um, you know it was you know a different era and people had, had different ideas about where people could go what they could do and how to access it by what route, 
and mm. uh, and who owned it. So um, very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Right. We could talk about Woody Bay for a long time, and I'd love to, but I'm conscious of your time. So let's look oh. at this postcard, which is now on screen, which I frankly can what is it perchance oh in fact you tell us what it says because i can barely read that so so this is a little postcard that i that i was shown and i got a tearful actually seeing this um it says perchance it is not dead but sleepeth and oh, and which is yes. about the linton to barnstable railway yes um one of the, uh, the the trustees of the railway knew that i've, I've always had a, a love of the railway mm. and he said i've got something to show you and um he brought this out, and this is this is the postcard that was put on by a by a local man um, onto a wreath of credentialums on on the buffer stop, uh, the end of the railway's life, where where they said, you know, perchance this is railway in 1935, it is not dead but sleepeth, and somebody kept that. And I didn't and know it still existed. Mail. I knew the story, no. but I did not know it existed. Wonderful. I, and, and this is this little postcard. I, I know for so many people who are involved in preservation and, and heritage railways, this message, this this little line, has inspired them. Mm. A bit like Railway Adventure, the, the LTC Rail book. This little, little line has inspired countless tens of thousands of people. And I should have it in my hand and go, this is the this is the thing that 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 that, that you know has driven so many people to 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 rebuild railways over over generations. It was just marvelous. Oh, lovely stuff. Joyous. That's lovely. that's that's a, that's a real gem. That is. That's a genuinely um, delightful. That's a, such a delightful and critical article. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. And and, and it was so kind of the team to they they, they knew because they knew that I would appreciate it and understand its significance. Um, they, they 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 brought it out of out of hiding mm. uh, in the archives and uh, brought it across Devon to show me. So um, and we have it on camera and it, it it's yeah the black border yeah you know it it it, it is a wreath chrysanthemums to uh, as, as a funeral but uh, saying we hope we're just sleeping. Um, right. Right. Yes. I cry. Oh. Ah. Now. Um, mm, I've. It's, mm. Tell me about this place. I think I know where it is, but actually I might. I I, I now don't think I know where it is. I've changed my mind. Where is this, Tim? This is. Uh, um, I tell you, describe it before we tell you. Tell us where it is. Describe the architecture. Describe what we can see on screen. We are looking at what appears to be almost Westminster Hall in London, um, ah, yes. uh, <laughs> with a wooden, allegedly hammer beam roof, um, looking rather Tudor-like. Yes. It isn't at all. Actually, it is a larger version of the Westminster Hall. Um, it is, of course, Brunel's. Uh, Temple Meads station Temple in Bristol, ah, yes, good. and this has been used for many, many years uh, by uh, different organisations since trains stopped running into it. Mm. Um, and, and and what was wonderful, we spent two day, or day and a half at Bristol Temple Meads uh, with the asset manager, a very, very kind, interesting, and interested man um, uh, called uh, Simon. And Simon um, from Network Rail is kind of responsible for the whole restoration of this whole Temple Meads. Um, and and what, what what is so remarkable about this was that we said, where can we go? And he went, where do you want to go? Oh. And so we just went everywhere. Yeah. So, we, so we, we went from the bottom in the vaults under the station with a narrow gauge railway or a tramway with oh, some cable hauled. Yes, there's a narrow gauge railway that runs underneath Bristol Temple Meads station. Uh, we should have little trolleys on it, and um, there are various little sort of ramps and things. And the idea was wow. that they could take uh, the, the, the wine warehouses down there, all sorts of things for storing oh, of goods. But also, different platforms had 
had um, things underneath it, like um, there are refresh- refreshment rooms on them. And so to get to refreshment rooms, including the one that's still there on platform, which I forget it is, the main sort of uh, uh, down platform, down platform, up platform, mm. um, uh, the big sort of, I think it's called Brunel's or something. Um, they've got dumb waiters that go from the restaurants and cafes down to the basement, so they and that could then ship. So they could ship all the stuff around underneath the station, not involving the passengers and not having to. So it was all kind of hidden away. Mm. This whole infrastructure underneath the whole station, just remarkable. She went down there, went up onto the top of the station. I'll show you in a minute a, a view from ah, that, that's where up, that into, is. up into the clock tower to see the old uh, roof that got burnt down, the old steeple that's burnt down from the mm. top. Uh, platform three, thank you, Chris. Um, and, um, yeah, so remarkable. And then going behind some of the locked doors. And going to see this, though, so my, my father was um, a surveyor on the western uh, region for a little while, British Rail. So he was based at Bristol and Exeter for a while. So he'd been in this many, many times. But, of course, NetRail has now bought this back, this station. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so we'd go and see it. And, and again, I've never been inside this building because over the years, it was a, it was a briefly, it was a, a museum for uh, the Colonial Museum, I think it was, or the Empire Museum. It's been an event space. It's not in Great Nick. It needs a lot of work doing on it. Uh, so I was going to say, is this what was the event space? Because I know there's a bit. So this, for anyone who's not sure, not not aware, these are the terminal platforms of the original. Um, so I wrote about these when I wrote about the Great Western being one of the seven wonders of, of Britain's railway world. Um, these mm. are the terminal platforms of the original Great Western Railway, right? These, this is where the, the original train is from, actually not from Paddington, from the, the terminal before Paddington was built and then eventually Paddington pulled in. Yes. So this was yes, the event space, but Network Rail have nabbed it back, have they? Yes. And and ah. and um, and then just beyond this, there's a whole section which is now part of, uh, it's a university uh, training area. Um mm where they have kind of infilled a lot of it with other sort of modern incursions. Ah, okay. Um, but you can still see the constructions of, of the... So the, the, this bit is the kind of the, the wooden sort of passenger shed, as it were. Mm. Um, a bit further on, that continues. Then you get into the steel, sort of the iron section as well, which is the engine shed. Because actually, to know this, but this was actually built, it was actually built as the engine shed is all the, the loco kind of maintenance facilities at the very, very far end up by the, you know, this, of course you do up by the, the main road yeah, yeah. with the, with the offices in between them uh, and above one of some mezzanine. And then the engines, because it would pull forward, they drop their fires and so on and get maintained and get recalled and so on and then run round. And then, uh, and, the, and the coaches were up here on, on, on the, on the two platforms mm. and there are several roads in between for storage and running around and so on. So, but a chance to go inside this when there's nobody else in it you know, and, and stand in this space with someone, a man who is in charge of finding, looking at it and, and understanding it. Um, yes, um, there will be, as far as I'm aware, there'll be no trains ever going inside this ever again, this particular bit. Um, but there will be. Yeah, there are plans for it. <laughs> yes. There are plans for it in the future, but um, yes, it, 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 there are various plans on the table. Um, and so, if we go to this next image, 
<laughs> so this is in the boardroom. Um, <laughs> this is me in the boardroom, and it was just like, it was quite fun to be at the end of the table uh, where the original boardroom table, the original Great Western Railway was. This is where they hammered out all those deals, all the mm. kind of all the stuff was hammered out there. <laughs> it was quite fun, just kind of being Brunel, um, hammering down the end. Waggling uh, that finger and making things happen. Yeah, it's it's, it's very good. Yeah, uh, it's so difficult I, to describe I, I, this in audio only form. Sorry, folks, but it's uh, yes. <laughs> um, Tim is waggling his finger at the end of a boardroom table with a very grand. Is it like Tudor esque style stone fireplace? Is that what that is? Yeah, broadly. Um, Probably. I, I'd say it's slightly more gothic, but um, oh, really? In fact, it's rather, it's rather hideous, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's rather overblown for its uh, the size of its uh, the size of the room. But it just gives an idea of the kind of the opulence that uh, was being specified at the time for the GWR, and it was things like that that um, that, <laughs> that Brunel then got sort of told to uh, to roll back on a bit. Yeah. So he, he yeah, was asking for money. <laughs> yes, that somewhat sums up Brunel. Anyway, of the next image, so now we know where this is, and, and, and there are a few things going on. Firstly, there's this spectacular, gently curved roof, the view across the all, and you can see on the wait a minute. Let me just do this. Ellie, you're going to be proud of me. You can see over here, this bit, this is where, so I'm, I'm circling in red. This is the old, this is where you were, where the image was, right? The old shed. Uh, a bit further down, a bit, a bit further down towards the back. So yeah. Oh, so, actually, yeah, down so down yeah. here, this bit here. Yes. Yep. And yep. then, and then this is the newer shed roof. This curving roof here is the newer shed roof. That is the road, yeah. And then they've got the Art Deco sort of um, 1930s stuff by, uh, what's his name, down the, down, down the side, down there. Down here, yeah. Yeah, down there. And then what's um, this monogram here, down here, NFDW? I haven't been able to find out who they were, but they were the lead craftsmen ah. on the roof. And and um, interestingly, um, interestingly, they then put two little designs up on the top and said it was blowing a gale. But again, Simon said, well, you know, it's all safe. It's fine, we can go up there. So, <laughs> the, the, so we all went up onto the roof. And we went up onto the very top with our sort of safety harnesses and things on mm. and went up onto the end. Um, and and at this end, we had a dolphin. At the far end, there was actually a pair of dice. Oh, really? That's um, fantastic. Yeah, they're, 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 I think, they're, I think they're, they're, they're gone now, the dice. But um, certainly up this, this little dolphin. And these I don't are, know why. Yeah. You can see the braze, the braze work. So it's too it's too soft a metal to weld, so it's all brazed like like bicycle frames. So you can see yeah. the braze work, which is fantastic. And it does look people are pointing out it does look a little bit like MF loves DW carved into the carved into a tree on the end there with, with sort of a heart shape, which is interesting. I think actually I think it, it isn't quite a heart. I think it might just be a little bit of a I'm not quite sure, not entirely sure. Maybe it maybe it's maybe it's somebody who actually loves Somebody else. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? But there is a dolphin something. on the end of it, which is delightful. The other thing which I think is delightful are all of these chimney pots that you can spot. They're fantastic. Yeah. So a lot of those chimney pots actually um, are uh, were funded replicas. So they've been recast and, and rebuilt in recent years, uh, funded by a little bit of a plug for the Railway Heritage Trust. I was going to say, the Railway Heritage Trust, yeah, absolutely. Which I might occasionally be part of a an advisor to, um, which is always nice. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, so yeah, good to see those. And we, again, we, we look at those and, and their style in the program. Uh, fantastic! Um, I'm looking forward to that. Right, right next image. Uh, what, Conscious what, what, of time. What, 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 Say again. 
What slide number is this? Oh, uh, we're we're now looking at oh, wait a minute. What slide number is this? I can tell you in five seconds. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. This is slide fourteen. Brilliant. Look, it's my feet. Um, it's I'm your in a feet. hot tub. Um, <laughs> what on earth are you doing? Very briefly, you'll, and you'll why? You're in a hot tub. To, you'll be pleased to know that uh, you don't see any shots of me on television in a hot tub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the world isn't ready for that yet. No, I um, think a lot of people are very upset that that isn't going to be the case, actually, in the chat. Um, <laughs> so, there isn't, so this is from the Midland Hotel in Morecambe. Oh. Um, so um, we actually went up there and, and we, we look at the stations in Morecambe, Morecambe Promenade Station and how it got there. And we'd actually go and look at the railway station on the pier, the pier station, which is, I think, certainly in Britain, if not the world, uh, the only station that has got a lighthouse built into it. Ah, that's a very good fact, everyone. An exclusively exciting little fact here. That's there very you go. nice. Um, uh, and then there is. Oh yeah, a... let's go on. No, sorry, I was going to say. So, but um, oh, sorry, go back, go back, oh, go back, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so that's Morecambe Station. So, but we stayed in the. So, the point of going for this was that actually we could end up going to look at the Midland Grand Hotel, or the Midland Hotel in Morecambe. Oh. And they're going to let us then go and stay in it. So that's me in my hot tub. They gave us a room up on the roof. And this is me lying in my hot tub, looking out. Well, one, the one night of glamour we had in the whole shoot was this. Uh, looking out one direction, I could see the pier station, and that side I could see the Morecambe Promenade Station, from my hot tub. And so I sat there with my little plastic glass, my little glass of wine for one, uh, in driving rain and a hurricane gale, uh, looking in, in December, November it was, um, <laughs> looking out. And, and um, gosh, the, the glamour. <laughs> I was going to say, glorious. Hurricane, wine, hot tub. Britain in winter. <laughs> <laughs> this is the architecture the railways built. So yeah, it was lots of fun. Um, yes. Right. Let's go to let's go to Linton Linmouth or halfway between. Oh, in oh, fact, so, uh, two uh, things. Sorry. And just to point out, the hot tub was only for me in my room because it's it exclusive to my room Ooh. on my balcony, which was because they gave me the suite so I could experience the hotel. Um, quite pleased. Right. Ooh, yeah, I was going to say that's quite good. Um, I was going to say it's unusual you get the you get the swanky hotel room. Normally you're slumming it with everyone else, but uh, they, you got the treat that time, didn't you? Uh, we, we did, and and um, that was that was super fun again because again the, the hotel because it was pretty empty. Um, again, it wasn't in a lockdown. It was a like it was tier two at the time, mm. maybe it was. I can't remember. They were like, "Well, we've got a spare room. Do you guys want to come and stay for the night?" And we're like, "We'd love to." Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, two things there. Um, Again, getting a bit hands-on with the old uh, lubrication down Absolutely. at uh, Linton and Limith Cliff Railway. Um, incidentally, one of the lovely things is the chap who actually maintains a Twitter feed for the railway mm. is actually the, is actually the great great grandson of the original uh, sort of engineer. It, it no seriously, yeah. what yeah. a remarkable little little tidbit that is. That's Isn't fantastic. That nice. Isn't that nice? Um, in every series we do, we have at least one funicular, if not two, just because I love them. Like, They're brilliant. And, but at this this time, is my I'm favourite funicular, actually, this one. Having travelled yeah. in it more than any other, I have to say. I it's very it. splendid. 
Um, and then South Inpia Railway, because the railway engineers kind of help design the, you know, what, what the inclinations of the pier, and they go and visit as well the, the brand new station at the end of the pier. Oh, brilliant. Look at that. So, a little tease, and conscious of time, we are going to have to depart that tease and look at the next thing, which is, I loved this bit. I absolutely loved this bit in the in the series. You got ha- you look like a pro. You picked up that trowel and you immediately started placing bulbs within the soil. I I, I adored this little segment. It was brilliant. This is at Weems. At Weems Bay, and I, I do know my way around uh, garden equipment. It's all right. I uh, <laughs> fairly large many years in the garden. Um, so yes, it's going to meet again. One thing that's delightful meeting people who maintain these stations and who've got community rail groups. Is I'm a huge advocate for community rail mm. and volunteers and teams and talking to to people who look after this stuff um it's a real treat to hear their you, know, you ask them why do you love this place and they say because all my friends are here and it's yeah. and it, you know it, it they, they built a bookshop to help fund the work and all the plants and the flowers and and so that the, the, their garden is the station so they are you know people spending time in these gardens as as, as groups between the cups of tea um uh, uh, a, yeah. a, a, a building gardens for for travellers to enjoy and and you know and that's wonderful. It was wonderful. That's, that's wonderful. You know and and perhaps you know either you know, either you've got a full time job and you want some escapism from from that and you haven't got a garden or perhaps you're retired and and actually you'd like to go and just have a little community a little group of people to have, to have a chat with. Um, what, what, what better place to do that than a, a railway station? It's joyous. And what a wonderful job they've done. I have to say, the photo, the before and after photo of like the original station with the flower arrangements and then the, as it is now, they've not done a bad job for a volunteer group, I have to say. And we saw it in December, you know. And yes, <laughs> yes. When everything was dead uh, it's, it's, and it still looked remarkable. lovely. Yes. Yeah, remarkable. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. Next image. This is an image of a GWR train going somewhere from somewhere else in, in, old, blood, uh, in old custody. No. Cream and car- carmine. I don't know what. No, well, not actually, cream well, and no, carmine. It's, it's actually, it's actually chocolate it's, 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 car- it's carmine and cream. Um, That's the one. I thought I'd just let you a little secret uh, for this, actually. So we have been to the Churnit Valley Railway ah. relatively recently to do some features on a different type of architecture. And there's a drone you can see there floating in the air. And and the team at the railway. Um, because they're like, well, we're shut at the moment, uh, apart from the volunteers on the pay staff, they're working on things. But we can run a train for you. So we had our own private train <laughs> that, that ran us uh, with seven coaches um, down the line. Uh, so it was one of us per coach. So I could stand there without a face mask on, on the train, because there's no public on it. And our cameraman's there, and I could talk on camera. Um, and then we took the drone up and around the train in a, in a safe environment. And... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to in series three, uh, showing you some of the the, the, the wonderful footage of, of um, the North Staffordshire Railway, uh, which is a, a little railway, or quite a large railway in the end, pre-grouping, um, that uh, that uh, did some remarkable, interesting bits of railway architecture. Kudos to the drone team, to, to the to the camera people who are doing drones. By the way, on the production, there's some lovely footage from the Connell seg- segment, and I'm, I think possibly some lovely footage from the segment of which I might be involved in in series three as well. So I'm, I, I'm, a lots of very nice drone footage in the series. Yep, it's very good. Where's right, oranges and hard hat. Well, you don't need those if somebody alongside you is 
is wearing them and you're in a contained environment. Yes, it's fine. Uh, everything is fine. Uh, but it's also not NR, so it's all good. Right, next image. Oh, it's the, it's the, it's, I think it's the last, it's your last image, Tim. It's my last image. Uh, just, yes, one minute kind of go, really. Um, yeah, so this is the kind of, once all that, that filming is then done, they then have to then, uh, sort of assemble that into yeah. a script. Um, they then create a script or a kind of a story arc of what we've filmed, find archive, all the bits we researched as well, write something. I don't get to see it. We fact check it. I, I added my own bits and take other, suggest we remove other bits with the editor and we occasionally go back to the locations again and film some other bits as well. Um, and uh, Gareth, bit weird, you know. Um, so um, then I, 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 I edit stuff and they edit stuff and we get it down to a place where we love it and then we then put it into the edit studio and I then have to travel across London and then I go and uh, start recording my voice, which can take up to three hours for an hour's television um, because you are having to do stuff and break and do the next bit and think about it, maybe edit on the fly because mm. you might do some editing between that last time I saw the script and this time round. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's a very complicated procedure. And, and in front, you can see someone in the, in the studio that I can't remember who that is in our, our edits in, in Shepherd's Bush. Um, but occasionally I tweet when I'm on my way to work in an evening <laughs> across London on the, on the tube uh, at the moment, yeah. um, off to Shepherd's Bush, or to, we've got other studios we use across London, other places as well uh, for backup. But um, again, what's remarkable is I see the series producing as, you know, at these locations, but the rest of the team, we don't really get to talk to each other apart from a few Zoom calls. Um, it's 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 um, wonderful. But then this year it all comes together and I then get to see the final edit and I love it. Um, and then I don't get to see it again, really. Sometimes I get, well, I, I get to see it usually the day before broadcast where they send me a link of a high a high res, like three gigabytes download version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, come on yesterday. Put HD on UK TV Play. Come on, we're all wanting the HD. We're sick of SD. Do it, well, UK TV it, Play. It, if it, it's very expensive it is it's very very expensive hd and and um no it, it is a it is a small television station i can say they are a very it's evidence of how small an outfit and, and lean an outfit they are um that they have a they have a system that works we can watch it we can watch on catch up which is great um but hopefully there's some momentum behind go on get, get it on hd we, we'd love you to do so yeah it's it's hard i i, 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 I can't pick for the broadcaster um, no, it's true. Yeah, I, I, we're I, we're I, all going to tweet I, yesterday and say we love what you do. Um, no, we want... well, it's up to. You. I, 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 I'm sure they would love to as well. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't think it's for want of of, of um, not wanting to. Uh, and, and I must admit, I, I get a bit annoyed when I keep seeing people replying to my tweets saying, "Oh, it's nice, but I wish I could see it in." in the, and I'm like, well, uh, th they'd love to see it in HD too. Um, but as with all these things, it's all about budget. And you must remember that the, the, the media landscape is a difficult one right yeah, now. Um, it's a very tricky one. And the fact that I think we've managed to make this uh, kind of programme at all for television, uh, rather than YouTube, perhaps, um, yeah. is, is wonderful. And, 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 given... and, and the, the, the viewer numbers, thankfully, have um, have been reflected in that. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a privilege, it's a real privilege. It's, it, it is. Everyone, what do we need to do is just do a massive, if we love it so much, everyone who does the HD tweets, do a crowdfunder and put your money where your mouth is and see what happens. Um, what, 
what, what, what I'd rather actually, what, what, the, the one thing that people kind of go is, is like, I've not heard of that channel. Like, where is it? And again, because it's quite, quite a little thing. Mm. What, 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 um, what is needed more than anything? The reason I often tweet so much about it is because I like letting people to um, share stuff and retweet it because people haven't heard of the channel. And and when when they find the program, they go, oh my god, this is great! Oh wow, I wish I'd known about this before. And you kind of go, I know. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> yes. um, so so I so if if anyone watching this does enjoy the program, then my, my request is then please share it on Facebook and mm. tell your friends about it. Um, Particularly on Facebook, uh, I tweet a lot about it. Um, I'm not, I don't really do Facebook. Yeah, we're both um, rubbish at Facebook. I don't do Facebook because I'm I'm not a f- huge fan. But uh, everyone who is a Facebooker, tell people about it. Do do share and spread the word. Yeah, um, because because that that the more people that watch it, uh, the more we get to do. Uh, it's as simple as that. It, the more popular it is, the more people love it, mention it. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it gets more popular. So. Yes, it's it is a delight and a privilege to do it. And so yeah, I, I, so rest of the show. I've, I've got a list of things. I've got a list here to tell you places we're going to. Oh, I tell you what, I'm so, going to bring your face up next to mine. There we are. You've got your big face again. Oh, oh, oh! There we go. You see that? Yeah, we can. Oh, we can see the name of is that John Betjeman's book? <laughs> it's actually. Yeah. So, so not so normally, um, because as, as you know, there are what six bookcases in this house um we have a lot of interesting little books and lots of them are really very very thick ones um pevsner's which i know you, i've got you into well, you got me one well i got me one under recommendation from you and uh, yeah. your partner yes um pevsner's are some of the greatest books ever written uh to understand your local area and we've got around about what 50 <laughs> <laughs> but you know they make really really good building blocks for holding stuff up or wedging doors open like for example a very complex model railway well indeed that i I have a friend um who uh i say her name because she might watch this um who they had they were lucky enough in their house to have some very nice artwork including a rodan sculpture a bust by rodan wow Or, or a couple of them and um, she, she, she said, uh, we didn't really know, we, we sort of knew what it was. She said, but uh, we used to use it as a doorstop. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I was, I was, uh, uh, anyway, um, right. Uh, so where are we now? We're on, we've completed, we've completed all the slides, which it only remains really then to go through the finale and then say cheerio. We've, it's, okay, we're six minutes late, Tim. I, I hope you don't mind. We're going to go back to here. That's fine. Uh, David's still doing his lecture. Oh, good. Um, right. We're going to, we're going to go here. We're going to whiz through to, uh, I'm going to do my very brief. It's on all audio platforms, everyone. Listen to, enjoy this in audio form. For those who have listened, I hope we've audio described suitably. I'm sorry. John C. Stone, I know you're listening to this in audio form only. Uh, apologies for what, whatever we didn't describe. We did our best. Um, uh, Patreon, you know about that. The Discord, you know about that. And PayPal, I don't mind. So, yes, that, that's all my plugs done. Um, a plug, a joint plug. Let's bring Tim's face back. Where are we? Tim, your face is back. You're eating some crisps. Are they not? What flavour? I don't know what any of those things were. Uh, the, what these? The the things? Wait, these? 
the, what this. What these are called? these are all the podcast platforms. I don't remember half of their names, other than the ones that their names are written on the screen. Yes, I know. It, I, I, clever people do these things. Uh, Patreon is how I get funded to do these things. They pay for my tech, what? and Discord is where everyone shouts at me and makes memes of my face, um, which is highly dignified. Um, no, we're here to advertise this weekend. We're going to have a nice. There's going to be a nice thing happening. Which Tim, I've got a feeling you're going to. You're gonna. Uh, you you might have a contribution to it, possibly. The Twitter model train might, show. I might be working, so. Um, oh God. <laughs> I might actually be filming series three. I'm not quite sure yet. Okay. Um, if I'm not out of filming till the evening at a secret location overnight, mm-hmm. um, it is apparently I'm told the Twitter model train show hashtag hashtag Twitter model train show. Um. All the Saturday, where everyone is encouraged to upload their photographs, live videos, or videos of their model trains. Um, don't tweet me; I'm probably not there. Um, no, don't tweet. tweet it. This isn't a, this isn't necessarily this isn't a tw- Tim thing. This is an everyone no, thing. I didn't do it. But no, um, it's, it's some chap in Australia and um, Cotton Tree Railways. Is that right? Is that right? Have I made that yes, Cotton Tree Train. Cotton Tree. Yes. Um, so he or she has uh, done this and. Um, it took off last year in lockdown, and a thousand people did it. And um, I said, yes, let's amplify it. So yeah. please put your pictures up. Uh, your, Dean and I thing. are going to put our Brio, our N-Gage, and our Dublo on, on camera. We're going we're gonna, to... I mean, it's not going to be quite as good when you just sat and did a periscope for like two hours of your insane layout. It's not going to be quite that grand. But we are going to try and do something moving. That'd be nice. Um, and then the last thing is... Um, uh, you'll like this, uh, is uh, is next week's episode, which is um, uh, Anne Gavahan is joining us to talk about, a, 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 shall we say, a topical subject, which are the tunnels that are under the US Capitol. So any any budding uh, crypto terrorists out there, this is the episode for you. No, I, we joke, of course. These are all publicly available bits of information. Nothing will be revealed. But it, it should be interesting, I think. Um Anne's brilliant. She was on series one of um, The Architecture of the Railways Built. Anne is one of the most interesting people I've ever heard speak on um, the London Underground mm. and its systems. Um, genuinely, uh, Anne, it will, will entrance you for an evening. So much more interesting than me. Um, I might try and listen to that. It, I, I'm genuinely, I'm very excited about this. The, fingers crossed, and if if you there, there are some, there have been some technical difficulties on Anne's side, so we'll see. But very, very much fingers crossed. It might end up being a pre-record, but very much fingers crossed uh, that we can have uh, Anne on to talk about this. So um, she was messaging me mid-episode saying what um, whether she can manage it. But uh, yeah, she she should be with us. Uh, I'm very excited about that one. Um, Tim, this this is it. We get to it's it's. The closure of the show. That we're only ten minutes late. I'm so sorry we've delayed you by ten minutes. I hope it's okay. I hope um That's fine. Do you want to know what's in the rest of the episode? Oh yes, yes, tell us, tell us, tell us what you can. Right. Next week. Piccadilly line, uh northern extensions. So Southgate, Arnos Grove, Oakwood, uh well, Enfield West, um Causey Arch and Pilsen. As in Early Railways, I'm excited about that, yes. Yeah, Pilsen. So home of home of uh the the lager. And it's all about beer, that one. Yes. Um, Linton and Barnstable Railway, which has got several stations, in, plus the viaduct as well. Ah. Um, and Catesby Tunnel uh, in Northamptonshire, which is now used for high-speed car testing. Um, Leipzig Hauptbahnhof. 
in Germany. Very Barrow nice. Hill. Oh, what was that? Sorry. Barrow Hill. Barrow Hill. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Chesterfield. Um, Bath times two stations. So Green Park. So we go into underneath Green Park into the into that into the, the vaults beneath. So I meet the team under there. Um, and of course Bath Spa. Uh, Wodz Fabrnica in Poland. It looks like it looks like Lod, especially for Wodz. Um, then I've got Sheffield Station, which is built on piers, as you probably know, on top of the river. Mm. So we get me get our our uh, willies on and go and explore underneath, uh, and go look for crayfish underneath the station. Oh. <laughs> and then we go to um, oh Oriente Station in Portugal, which is remarkable, mm. uh, and Benley Viaduct. Then mm. after that, we get to Bristol Temple Meads, amazing. Um, Hupsalu, I think it's in Finland, and the South End Pier. Then it's Huddersfield, Hollerhosen, uh, uh, which is, is that in, where's Hollerhosen? I can't remember, I forget which, which, which we're actually in, which country we're in. And which Somewhere in that Europe that they have. And the Mid- Midland Hotel and Morecambe Promenade. And then the final episode is Wingfield, Malmo, and the Welland Viaduct. Ah. Wingfield being an early railway station that is a, a ruin and they or half a ruin and they got access to it and they took all the, the grates off the windows to show us this remarkable Francis Thompson design station up in the Midlands and um, and then a couple of things on series three I can tell you about uh, am I allowed to I'll tell you anyway uh, we are definitely off to Charing Cross into the vaults beneath that which is rather fun this is exciting um, we have recorded all the stuff we're going to Germany uh, we're going to Czechoslovakia, I think. Mm. I think it's Czechoslovakia, somewhere in Czechoslovakia. Not quite sure where, I can't remember where. Um, we have filmed there already, been filmed uh, before lockdown happened. Race Against Time. Yeah. Then we've also got. Um, where else have I been? Oh, Newcastle. Ah, oh, yes. Yep, good. That'll be I had a possession on the high level bridge. You so didn't. Um, I got to walk out across the Tyne. On top of Stevenson's bridge. That's that's. I've that done was... surveys on 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 uh, King Edward Bridge, looking onto it, and those surveys were my favourite surveys I've ever done because you have Newcastle and Gateshead either side of you, and the Tyne under. Well, that'll be fantastic. That is fantastic, uh, and and as I mentioned, the North Staffordshire Railway, uh, and then and I can't begin to tell you the rest of that stuff because there's another. 30 locations and you'll get told soon. off if you, you've already you've already you're off. already going to get told off for having shared those things with us so yes yeah. um tim it has been an, a jet I mean, you know it's so lovely to see you we haven't been to a pub for a very long time and i i miss it sorely so it's nice to share a drink with you on on camera and we've had we've had chums Likewise. joining us which is nice um, yes thank you for joining thank you for putting up with our wittering yes yes we, we we may have wittered but there have been images to distract you from the wittering um uh take good care of yourself tim um best of luck with i mean best of luck with the rest of filming for for series three uh there's quite a bit for you to left to do still i'd imagine but um uh th- th- there's still quite a bit and then there's lots of uh sort of london underground stuff as well for, for it to uh to enjoy as well so um yeah here we go here we go this is it here we go bring it on this is it and it only really means for both of us to say um to say our our, our cheerio good, good goodbye everyone thanks it's been an absolute pleasure cheerio cheerio